Ladies and gentlemen, sports fans of all ages, it's our pleasure to present to you the newest name in Delaware sports and sports around the world, who has had absolutely no success in the real world, so he's dedicated his life to talking sports. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. On a beautiful Saturday morning, I'm going to take you right up till 9 o'clock, and then I got to get out of here. Gary's going to come get me. We're going to head up to William Penn and uh, broadcast the Cape and Lupin William Penn game on our sister's Sister Station 105.9. A little partly cloudy this morning. Uh, I'll get you caught up on around the Henlopen. And of course your calls. 422-2428. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Coach Muddle, just type it in. Be part of the show. So, uh, last night, uh, Seaford lost, uh, I only have initials, so I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know the team they lost to, but it was 14-8 is the final, uh, Central beat, uh, is that short for Southern? I, I don't know, I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry, I'm not up to date on these initials, I think they did play a Maryland team, it was 46-7, uh, Sussex Tech 35, Coolidge 6. Uh, Polly ekes it out uh, over IR 14 13. Um, Smyrna dropping one. To, is that? I, and I, I don't know. Our, our upstate captain who does all this, uh, not mentioning any names, the upstate captain with the upstate bias. We don't, not everybody knows your own language that you're doing, dude. Uh, anyway, so Smyrna lost 26-29. Lake beats uh, Tattnall 49-14. Uh, CR dropped to Caravel 21-25. Woodbridge rolled over uh, 44-6. Uh, Laurel lost to Howard 42-6. And the game I went to last night, you heard right here on ESPN, was uh, Milford DMA. Uh, Milford won that game 26 26- to 17 uh the score really does not indicate uh that game uh you know uh because really uh Milford was on the verge of probably losing that game uh because they went into halftime with a 20 to 3 lead and uh the uh DMA came out and just jammed the ball down their throat all the way down the field uh, and wind up uh, scoring, you know, and making it. It was 20-17 to 17 late in that fourth quarter uh, before uh, Milford was able to get another score on the board. But let me tell you something. Uh, Milford has zero kicking game and has cannot convert a two-point conversion. And that's what kept that game as close as it did. Uh, 
and kept DMA in it. They just couldn't get that that two-point conversion. The extra point, how important is it? How important is the two-point conversion? How important is that extra point when you don't have a kicker? I'm just saying, here it is. You know, you almost lost a game to a team because of what does it come down to? Special teams. And, oh, by the way, you're going to come out in a spread and not throw the football. They're not respecting it. They never adjusted. You had four by two out there. It was such a mismatch. You never you threw the football three times in the game is what I counted. And, you know, I'll have to check uh, with Gary and, and uh, George with their stats, but I believe I think I only counted ten pass attempts total in the entire game, both sides. Hi, 2019. Throw the football. They never adjusted. So I, I don't I don't know, you know, I mean, eventually you're playing so close to the fire, eventually you're gonna get burned. So I I don't know. Maybe they felt like on film that they didn't need to throw the football and they can save it, but uh it just just my uh, my observation of that is, you know, you got to fix your two-point conversion. You got to fix it or you got to find a kicker. I mean, go out to soccer practice, hold up a sign, something, uh, because that's going to hurt you come down uh, into the later part of October when a, when you're trying to make a playoff push. Uh, so, all right, enough of that because I can rant for the whole hour about that. All right, so we're going to dive in. I mean, the circus of Antonio Brown going coast to coast because I have to believe that the Patriots had no idea about these allegations. And I am surprised as hell that he hasn't been cut yet. Surprised uh, with the way with Bill Belichick, I'm re- I'm really, really surprised at that. It's a, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. It does he suit up? Is he playing? Is he playing tomorrow? I don't know. And of course, joining us later. Mr. Fireball, because he is on fire. Nevada Nick, man, three and one last week. I mean, you can't get enough of it. It's uh, unbelievable how he's doing. So we got that. Taking your calls, 422-2428. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just type it in. Be part of the show. We're here this morning from the Coach Muddle Studios live uh, as we take you up till the top of the hour. Um, 
all kinds of uh, all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, you know, Dallas all of a sudden looks like a uh, Super Bowl contender, which if you heard here, Nevada Nick said that, that Dallas and the Eagles would be in the NFC Championship. Um, and, and I, you know, I loved watching that game. And at the towards the end of that game, if you if you listen to it at home, it had the volume on. How upset Troy Aikman was getting that Dak Prescott had a perfect passer rating and was better ranked better than Troy Aikman, and how Troy Aikman was getting so upset about it. It was kind of comical. Oh, you know, I don't understand how you come up with these numbers and how he incomplete pass, how could it be a perfect rating, blah, 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 which, you know, honestly, honestly, I, I have to agree with Troy. I don't understand how you can have a perfect rating and miss a pass, and it is... It's really and why is it one fifty nine point six or whatever, whatever the heck it is, is a hundred? Why can't it just be one hundred out of a hundred? How hard is that? I mean, but no, we have to make it so special with all these numbers, and you know, oh, these dumb jocks won't understand it. Well, you're right. This dumb jock doesn't understand it, and neither does the entire friggin' free world understand it except for the three people who sat in a room and came up with those numbers so anyway uh i thought that was kind of kind of comical uh and my giants got a little excited on the first series the giants stopped them defensively they looked okay came down scored all right but then, you know, uh, the wheels fell off the bus after that. And again, I'm going to go back to you didn't have a pass rusher. You couldn't get to the quarterback. But at number six in the draft, you had a pass rusher sitting there waiting for you. And you opted to go for a quarterback who's sitting on the bench. Sitting on the bench. Came in at mop-up time. When you need a pass rusher, he was there. And you said... You wanted Eli. We believe in Eli. He's our guy. You would have picked the pass rusher. And you're going to hear that for the next 16 damn weeks. You didn't pick the pass rusher because, again, you couldn't get to the quarterback. And in today's NFL, if you can't get to the quarterback, you can't win football games because I don't care who you got covering receivers. They can't cover him all day. And, of course, Dak. Of course, you know, the Dak Prescott needs to go and buy Dave Gettleman uh, a, a watch. <laughs> Speaking of watches, OBJ. Or something. Because you know what? Dave Gettleman just got Dak Prescott paid. He did. Just got him paid. When you don't have a pass rusher, you don't have a pass rusher. You can't get to the quarterback. 
Hell, anybody could have went back there and played quarterback on Sunday against that giant defense. All day he had. And we'll see. I mean, Dallas has to play the Redskins tomorrow, but uh, – and Kerrigan has lost three steps, you know, and and the the guy they drafted – uh, this the pass rusher they drafted. I didn't see much of him uh, during the Eagle game. At least his name wasn't mentioned. So we'll see a little bit different. There, the Redskins D line is is a, probably a lot better than the Giants D line. So it'll be different. It'll be different. Uh, you know, and of course the Eagles, uh, you know, couldn't run the football. Their defense gave up 500 yards to a. Trent Williams-less offensive line and an Adrian Peterson-less backfield uh, and a, you know, backup quarterback because basically that's what he's been his entire career is a placeholder. So the placeholder came in and, you know, slung the ball around and moved the football. So, you know, I, I don't – I don't, I'm going to get on a little bit with Nevada Nick when when he when he gets here a little later because the Eagles defense has some glaring holes and when you start playing better teams uh you're going to you're going to you're going to have some issues. So we will uh we'll see how that goes. I'm going to take a quick timeout. When I come back, your calls. 4222428 Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just type it in, Coach Muddle. Be part of the show. Uh, and uh, we'll be uh, right back. ESPN 930 AM and 102.1 FM, Delaware Sports Station. Man, it's the real Coach JB here, Coach Brown. Hate me now, love me later. I'm uh, in the huddle with Coach Muddle on ESPN Radio. All right. We're back. 422-2428 is the number. Coach Muddle, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just type it in. Be part of the show. And, you know, I wanted, I, I have been to at least a half a dozen NFL cities or stadiums to see a game. I've I've been to quite a few, and every single one of them must have a th- have thirty five clocks all around all around the stadium. You never not know what time it is. They have the big play clock. They got the game clock. They actually have the time. Quite a few places, because you know, there's a few big watchmakers that are sponsors. So they put those big clocks up. But, I, you know, honestly, it's been a long time since I've been to Cleveland. Got to be, uh, I want to say the early 2000s was the last. And I can't remember. I don't know if they have a clock or not. But apparently they don't. Because OBJ <laughs> felt he needed to wear a $300,000 watch. During the game. (laughs) And 
honestly, honestly, here here here's my my take on him because you know I think he's an utter idiot. You couldn't make it in New York. So that's why we sent you to Cleveland. And now you're not being talked about. You're not on you're not being talked about. A B is stealing all your headlines. So you had to do something to make yourself relevant. Because you can't point the finger at Eli now. You don't have somebody to 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 point the finger at. You don't have that person. You the spotlight's on you now. Because you can't just shut up and play. You don't know how to just shut up, catch the football, score some touchdowns. So now, to quote Clubber Lang, hey Cleveland, you ain't nothing but a paper champion. You're a paper champion. Because that's all you are. All the hype on paper looks like Tarzan. When we saw them on Sunday, they still play like Jane. And Cleveland is Cleveland because let me tell you, you're on the big stage this weekend, Monday night. In New York. And the only thing you got going for you Sam Darnold's not playing. But in the Jets' defense, Trevor Simeon has a winning record as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Not a lot of backups can say that. Okay? Not a lot of backups can say that. So Cleveland's going to get a heavy dose of of Le'Veon Bell. And I believe Jamal Adams is going to get up close and personal so that he can read the time on your watch when you come across the middle. Because, you know, I think now Cleveland could be 0-2 and you know, you you are you don't believe the hype, and we believed it. I sat here early after the OBJ trade and was penciling them to win it. I I, I still got them as a playoff team, but I I don't know. You start zero and two. Um, what are, what are, what are the odds? I think it's like. Uh, 12%, something like that. I have, you start 0-2 to make the playoffs, and you are Cleveland. So, it is what it is. Uh, fun, fun, fun. Because, I and I personally believe the whole watch thing is because AB's getting all this attention, and he and no one's talking about him. So, he had to do something. Something to get attention. And he can't go 
and do an ESPN interview and badmouth his quarterback and his coach. He can't do that. So he had to think of something. So he came up with the watch, which, okay, it's pretty good, pretty good, pretty good deal. But, you know, I mean, really? $300,000 watch you're going to wear during a game? But, again, you got, you, you know, you got to play. What do you have? Six catches, 71 yards? Um, all right, well. You know, if that happened in New York, oh, Eli just couldn't get me the ball. He couldn't find me. I was open. I should have got more targets. We would have we been here. That's what we would have been hearing in New York after a performance like that. We're not hearing it from Cleveland now. All we're hearing about is your watch. And I'm going to wear my watch. I wear my watch every day. Wear my watch. Wear my watch. That's all we're hearing about. But in New York, oh, Eli couldn't find me. I would, I should have had more. I should have scored a touchdown. But, hell, I thought Eli looked good because, you know what? He didn't have someone in the huddle saying, I'm open, throw me the ball, and, and someone feeling guilted, guilted into throwing him the football and forcing an interception. And if you, you listen to this show, you heard me say that Evan Ingram – is going to have a breakout year now that OBJ is gone. And what happened? 141 yards, touchdown. I mean, he is going to be a huge, huge addition. If he can stay healthy because they now are loading up the box, which is going to leave him open. So, I'm... I see it. I see it. So So that's the uh that's that Mr. Mr. Watch. But you know, here coming to you live from the Coach Muddle Studios 4222428 Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just type it in be part of the show. We are uh, we are rolling along. Going to take you to the top of the hour. Don't forget at uh, one twelve thirty. Turn the dial to our sister station one hundred five point nine. You'll hear me, Gary Schofield, do the uh, high school uh, game of Cape and Lupin Vikings versus the. William Penn Colonials up at William Penn. Big day game up there. Kickoff is at 1 o'clock. That should be uh, an interesting uh, matchup. Uh, Cape still building. William Penn, they're very fast. Uh, so we'll see if the if this if, um, should be an interesting interesting Matchup this afternoon. Uh, so when I'm done here, I'm gonna Gary's gonna come pick me up. We're gonna head uh, head up to the game. That should be should be fun. But right now we're gonna take you to the top of the hour. Four two 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 four two eight. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just type it in. Coach Muddle. I pop up. Be part of the show as we are talking 
all things football today on a football Saturday. We've got some big time, uh, some college to get into. How about those Terps? Man, the Terps. Uh, as they uh, come up uh, up this way a little bit, they'll uh, take on the Temple Owls. And, you know, Clemson, they're going to travel up to the Carrier Dome. Lots of hype for that game. But after last week with uh, Syracuse ran into that buzzsaw that is the Terps, uh, we'll see. And uh, UD taking on Carson Wentz's alma mater. So we'll get into that a little more. And, of course, Nevada Nick coming up. 422-2428. Your calls, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just type in Coach Muddle. We're going to take a quick time out and we'll be back. Hey, it's Nevada Nick. Get ready to make some money. Nick's picks coming up in the huddle with Coach Muddle. Cha-ching! Dollar, dollar bills. ESPN 930 AM and 102.1 FM, Delaware Sports Station. Man, it's the real Coach JB here, Coach Brown. Hate me now, love me later. I'm uh, in the huddle with Coach Muddle on ESPN Radio. All right, we're back. We are back. 4222428, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just type in Coach Muddle. Be part of the show. Coming to you live from the Coach Muddle Studios. And uh, it's been a fabulous early Saturday morning as uh, after I finish up here, we get to go up north, watch some high school football. William Penn hosting Cape and Lupin as they uh, the Vikings take that big, long drive up the state to William Penn. So and you can hear all the action on our sister station. 105.9 with me and Gary Schofield this week. Uh, he will uh, fill in for Glenn Frazier as uh, he uh, takes it, needs this Saturday. Uh, as we, I believe, he had, he had a, uh, you know, as I put the air quotes in, he had uh, a, a family matter, and I think that family matter is the uh, University of Delaware hosting the number one ranked North Dakota State. So, uh, and I just wonder is uh, the new uh, press box suite and all that stuff finished? Uh, for the possible arrival of Carson Wentz. Is he going to come down and uh, come to the game today? Uh, that's the buzz around uh, UD up at uh, Tubby Raymond Stadium. So um, so all eyes will be there uh, this afternoon. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was one of the finalists for uh, college game day and um, you know and I don't know why okay because the 
number one team is coming to you. Now, if you were going to North Dakota State, I could see them, college game day being in the home of the number one team. Why would it be here? I, I didn't under, I don't understand that. I don't, you know, I mean, you know, and I, and Iowa, Iowa State, huge rivalry. I mean, that's a huge rivalry, uh, you know. Uh, unlike here in Delaware, where you know we have some fictitious thing, we try to make it a rivalry when it's really not. We just like to call it that and make asses of ourselves. That's you know basically you know we're the laughing stock of rivalries as far as states are concerned. So uh, anyway, <laughs> as uh, <laughs> to go off, but yeah, UD will take on. Uh, North Dakota State today, so that should be uh, that should be over early uh, with that, and of course we have uh, a lot going on four two 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 four two eight Instagram, Twitter, Facebook uh, this week with uh, week two of the NFL, and you know it started Thursday, not a big fan of this early NFL Thursday football. Really not. And uh, so watch the highlights. And again, your quarterback, 6'5", 250, he can't get you a half a yard? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Okay, I don't know. So, uh, but very excited. I uh, The problem, here's the thing. Byron Lefwich, who many of you guys know the name, played in the league uh, for Jacksonville and uh, a few other places. Uh, Marshall guy, uh, you know, from the D.C. area. And he is the offensive coordinator down in Tampa. And unfortunately, Jameis Winston is not the quarterback for you and your first big gig like that. I'm sorry. I just, uh, I'm sorry, man. I, I love, I love Leftwich. I love, I love him, but, but. I just think that that's a that's a that's a bad situation. I I don't think Jameis Winston is gonna be in Tampa after this year. I, I'm, I'd be very very surprised uh, if he does with that. But still, back to Carolina. You are zero and two, zero and two at home at that. So you know, not getting. Any easier, I mean, I, I believe they got Carolina on, or uh, Carolina has Arizona on the schedule next week, so that should be a, uh, uh, hopefully they can right that ship. But, I mean, ha, ha, is your quarterback not healthy enough to get you a half a yard? Then he doesn't need to be on the football field. Okay, he can't, he's not throwing the football very well right now with the shoulder deal. So, and, he, and is he too brittle to run? Then you, you you know you need to go find another quarterback. I'm I, I'm I'm sorry, 
Uh, I mean, if he's not getting it done, you can't. You're gonna throw. You're gonna put the football on. You need a half a yard, and you're gonna go six yards deep with the football with an end around. Really, really. It's the NFL, dude. It's not high school. That might work at high school, but it ain't working in the league. Come on, man. Got to. Got to figure it out. So, uh, but yeah, I'm not really, uh, I'm not a big fan of Thursday night football until, really, until Thanksgiving. Uh, so I'm really, eh, you know, I'm I'm not a big fan of it. Period. Uh, the short week, not, uh, it's not a, uh, it's not good for those guys. I think they need their rest. I think uh, if you're going to do that, you need you need a. Uh, you need to add another bye, lengthen the season, and put two bye weeks in there or something. Uh, somehow, some way, I think. I'm just not a big super fan of of the uh, of the Thursday matchup. Just not. You know, it, and it takes away, man. I mean, the college, you know, Sunday's your day. Sunday, Monday night, I mean, you know, leave the rest to the, to the college game. I mean – you're 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 just stealing it, so I just need I just think you have to do that. So, uh, but you know, right now as we uh... hey, it's Nevada Nick. I should have broke your thumb. And if you don't want Gazo breaking your thumbs, then listen to Nick's picks exclusively in the huddle with Coach Muddle. And without further ado, Mister Fireball, because you are on fire, dude. Right. <laughs> How you doing this morning, Nevada Nick? Well, you know, uh, it's mostly cloudy over here, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little cloudy this morning in the Coach Model Studios as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, late night last night. Uh, so I'm going on fumes here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Excited to give winners, although it's a it's a tough week, um, in in uh in gambling. There's not many good college games and pro games. It's uh it's a very odd week. So uh, hopefully you know, I'm gonna do my thing and you know give out some winners. But uh, like I said, it's it's a it's a tough week. It's a, it's it's just one of those you know yeah you have a few weeks during the year that. You know, not a ton that you like, and it's just a weird week, and that's kind of how I feel this week. So, but like I said, I have a few uh, few uh, picks for uh, the listeners um, that I'll give at the end. Here. Uh, well, my but, uh, new I want I want to share this with you and and the and the listeners. My new favorite player is the running back for Kentucky. His his name. I haven't seen him play. I just heard the name. Yeah. I love the name. Cavassier Smoke. I hope I'm saying it right because that's the way it was the way it was pronounced. Cavassier Smoke. That's pretty. And that's just how couldn't that guy be cool? You know yeah, what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Some... <laughs> so now before we get into the picks, Nick, the uh your Philadelphia Eagles. Right. Okay. 
without Trent Williams, without Adrian Peterson, and with a placeholder quarterback, you gave up 500 yards. They gave up 500, almost 500 yards. So, Coach, Coach, go ahead. In the NFL, there's a saying, a win is a win. (laughs) And it's the first game of the year. How did your Giants look? Exactly how I thought they were going to look. Exactly how I thought they were going to look. When you left the pass rusher on the table and you couldn't get to the quarterback, you could have played quarterback and did that well for the Cowboys. Because because nobody even sniffed. They they couldn't they couldn't even sniff the laundry detergent on that. Well, well, coach, this is what I would say. This is my one of my things with the preseason. I get you don't want players to get hurt, but now I think what you're you're seeing is players are getting hurt early because they're not prepared. No matter what, coach, right. you play football. I play football. Practice is practice. There's nothing like game action. It's the the intensity's up. It's it's a different level. You know what I mean? You understand? It's Absolutely. just it's it's a whole nother. And then to think to go and practice, and then you have a game and you haven't really even played a quarter or a couple quarters or, or, or whatever it may be to play in four quarters. And imagine if you're down south in like eighty or ninety degree weather, or you know, and you're it's just. These guys, I think, you know, and I mean, look, some of it's freak stuff, you know, but still, you know, a lot of guys got hurt last week. You got, uh, I mean, you know, Donald has mono, so I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Obviously, I guess he was kissing the wrong girl. I mean, <laughs> um, so yeah, Donald needs to maybe, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but also, you know, they're they're not practice isn't the same as it used to be. They're no, not really not. hitting. They're not, not really hitting and banging pads and well, practice like they used to. So the Eagles, you know, there is real no way of. of I was watching simulating. that first touchdown. I mean, the guy literally just had him against the the sideline, and I, that's I think what part of it's the rules too. They're all so afraid to get a penalty now. I mean, all he needed to do is just run and hit him. I mean, if the guy's against the sideline. Hit him, and like it's like he was trying to frisk him like a cop. Right. Like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Just hit the guy. Like you're a safety, drill him, take him out of bounds, and they, you know. But you know, uh, for an old dude, he hurtled really. Uh, he hurtled. Oh, no, the, the, the run, no, yeah, but but yeah. After that, like you know, yeah, it was like he tried to frisk him. Not and that and oh, by by the way, and I didn't bring this up earlier uh, because we had a penalty last night, the high school game I was at. There was a penalty, and I, you know, I couldn't figure out why. And then finally the PA announcer comes on because the running back, very athletic, hurdled two guys. I mean, huge. Hur- I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe the height he got. What, can't you, like, you can't hurdle guys? You can't hurdle school, guys not? in high school. Why? Yeah, apparently. Oh, so, he, and, so, because, so now because he's athletic and can do something like that. Right. I mean, I know what they're, I'm sure they're probably trying to do is they're worried about somebody trying to hurl somebody and not obviously being able to do it. Right. And right. then, you know, maybe because you know, too, if you do that, it's dangerous because you're, you're, you're you could hit and go down head first. Right. You know what I mean? And right. neck injury, whatever it may be, it's, it's a dangerous thing. But no, I mean, the Eagles, trust me, that first half, I was, I was, uh, I was very frustrated. But the second half, they came out firing all cylinders. You know how it is, Coach. 
some games you just don't come out at all, you know, much like the Patriots or the Titans last year where they lost by 24 points. You know, you just you know, like the Seahawks. I mean, I thought the Seahawks were going to it barely beat the Bungles. You know, the good, the good old Cincinnati right. Bungles. Right. You know, and that was without A.J. Green. So you just, you don't know. You, you know, uh, it's, you, you, like I say, it's any given Sunday. And that's the one thing about football. If you don't bring out your, you know, a, a certain intensity level and you come out flat, um, and, like, luckily the Eagles, you know, usually if you're down 17, you're in trouble. But the Eagles fought back, and, you know, that was good to I see. Did, uh, I think the uh, Redskins got a little complacent in the second yeah. half and got very predictable. They didn't – they, yeah, they, well, they, had, they uh, yeah. had the Eagles a little off. You know, the, they were mixing well, up I the run, the, the pass. and took it up a notch, though, too. Cause, you're right, I they mean, did. And then I also – six yards in the second half, so, I mean. Well, and, and also I think the uh, – your running back got hurt, or the Redskins running back got hurt. And right. their big defensive uh, nose tackle got hurt early, and yeah. I think that hurt them as well. Uh, after that, it was all you know. The Eagles were able to you know pretty much do right. what they wanted in the second half. I still have concerns. Um, look, I mean, like I said, I watched the whole game. Obviously, I mean, you know, like I've said before, I'm an Eagles fan, but defensively, they did. Part of the problem was they didn't get any pressure on the QB. And Schwartz, Schwartz is a guy who doesn't like the blitz, which that's great when you can get pressure with four. That was the Giants' old thing. They had the, the, NASCAR. the NASCAR package, and they just throw the four at you. And then, the, you know, you can keep seven in coverage, but the four would get pressure. Uh, the Eagles, you know, they lost Michael Bennett. They lost uh, Chris Long to retirement. They bring back Vinnie Curry, who I think now passed the prime of his career. So now you don't have four defensive ends, and you don't have that defensive rotation coach. So now those other guys are going to be playing much more snaps. Now Malik Jackson's done for the year, you know. So they were really expecting to get a lot of pressure through the middle this year. And maybe I think hoping that would pick up for the outside, but now he's hurt. So, look, they're lucky because the depth is good. They had Timmy Jernigan, who's a very good defensive tackle, with Cox. But now they don't have depth on the defensive line. So that concerns me because they've always kept guys fresh, you know. And you know that when you have a – look, everybody wants to play, but at the same point, you know, you can keep your snap down – excuse me, snap countdown – like you're going to be fresher, and you, you know, in the fourth quarter, you're you can come in and you're you're you know you you, you got a lot left in the tank, and you can really kind of I mean that's a, that's a huge advantage for a team. And then their secondary, man, I was wondering if I could have played slot receiver because, <laughs> yeah, I mean those guys were were going wide open in the middle, and, and like you know it's early. Sometimes you have miscommunications, you're figuring things out, and they did, but still there was some. Gaps and, and Case Keenan was looking pretty good for, for a while there, but you know, like I said, it's week one. Look, if any good team, they're not going to be who they are in week one. I mean, look at the Patriots last year started one and two, and everybody doing on the all oh, the Patriots. You know, Brady Patriots dynasty's over. Brady, I mean, the whole Brady, you know, is done thing. Man, that talk's just over. I'm not. I, 
I won't. I'm, I'm never going to doubt Tom Brady. I mean, the guy. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. Him right. and Belichick. It's just like. I mean, he's the one guy. You know, Father Time's undefeated. It'll be undefeated with Tom Brady too. But man, I, I don't. I don't doubt him. I mean, now when I thought when he said I'm going to play to 45, I thought he was nuts. He's 42 now. I mean, I still think 45 is old. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, the guy. The guy's just a, a unbelievable specimen, and I think he. The way he treats his body and takes care of his body, it's uh, it's 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 quite impressive. What are you laying on that? What's I'm, that? What, what are you putting down on that bed? Are you are you taking are that, you taking that game? I mean, are you no? Are you taking four? Are you taking Tom Brady? He's playing until he's forty five, or, or are you uh, are, are you taking the under? Honestly, I think I, I think he's going to play this year, and next year, and then maybe call it quits. Um, I mean. Uh, <laughs> They look good. I mean, now with Antonio Brown on on the team, like, yeah, they look very good. They look tough. Um, I mean, I, I, don't, I wouldn't doubt them. Like I said, I, I think, well, I think, look, his, I think his wife, you know, is concerned. Giselle Bunchen, you know, she makes a ton of money. He makes a lot of money. And, I, you know, with the quality of life, and I think they want him to spend time with their, his kids and all. So, I mean, I think, like I said, I wouldn't doubt it, but I think he's going to probably play this year, next year, and then maybe step away from the game. But, okay. like I said, I know. would you, I, I would think you actually doubt this Tom Brady year, anything, Coach? No, I wouldn't. But I think this year, because that contract he signed is all front-loaded. He's getting all that money. Yeah. So, it's basically a no, I know. deal. So, well, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But, listen, let me take a, my last quick timeout here. When we come okay. back. We'll get your picks for today. Sounds good. Uh, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna break the huddle. So uh, okay. hold tight, and uh, we'll be right back. ESPN nine thirty a.m. and one hundred two point one FM, Delaware Sports Station. Hey, it's Nevada Nick. Get ready to make some money. Nick's picks coming up in the huddle with Coach Muddle. Cha ching, dollar dollar bills. All right, we're back. Nevada Nick on the line to give us his picks for today. So, uh, all right, Nevada Nick, what do you like today? Okay. Uh, today, I don't have any college games. Just not many good games this weekend. There really isn't. Um, but I, I got a couple pro picks for you. Um, I like Cincinnati. I'm Excuse me. I like San Francisco plus one at Cincinnati tomorrow on a 1 p.m. game. And then in gambling, there's a thing called, you know, any a gambler will know, a tease bet. So you need to pick two teams, and you can move the line six points. So Dallas is minus five and a half at Washington. Um, and then Houston is minus eight and a half at home against Jacksonville. So I'm going to take the six points for both sides. So Houston goes to minus two and a half. And Dallas goes plus a half, and I'm gonna. Uh, that's a tease. I like that. And then I also like Pittsburgh minus three and a half against Seattle. I think last week they had, they were you know we're embarrassed by the Patriots. And oh yeah, they were. You, you especially if you're a good team like that, you know you don't want to start zero and two. Um, I think they're gonna come out, uh, you know, with a good game. Buy the hook of the three of three and a half. Buy it down to three. 
but I like Pittsburgh. And then um, we're trying to. I'll also like the uh, Chargers minus one and a half at Detroit. Okay. So All yeah, right. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with with like I said, it's a rough week, but yeah. So I like San Francisco plus one at Cincinnati. Chargers minus one and a half at Detroit. I like uh, Pittsburgh minus three and a half by the Hawks, so minus three, and then Houston minus two and a half with Dallas uh, plus a half in a tease. Uh, and then also I do like Chicago minus two and a half in Denver. So those are all, all, my, all a bunch of picks for, for you there, but that's for, what I like. For someone who didn't really like the week, man, you got a lot of games you're picking, yeah. man. I tell you what. Well, you I'd know, say. I'm just, you know, I, 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 I want to, you know, I want to give out some picks here, try to give some winners, you know, uh, We'll see, you know. Well, no, it just uh, a lot. It, they worry. Some things just worry me. You know what I mean? It's that second week, and some of the like a lot, one. The one rule of thumb and gambling too is if a line seems too easy, it's too easy usually. But hopefully, it doesn't bite me this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, always good stuff from Nevada, Nick. I appreciate your time. Uh, we'll talk to you next week and see how see how it works out for you. So. All right, and it's time for me. It's time for us to break the huddle. So uh, we this hour just flew by. So you know we'll we'll catch it. We'll huddle back up next Saturday, eight a.m. here at the Coach Muddle Studios, and Nevada Nick for joining us. We appreciate it, buddy. You have Thanks, a great Coach. week, everybody else, man. We're we're out. Have a great weekend.